More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in hour number three, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, uh, rolling through the Thursday edition of the program. Encourage you, as always, go subscribe to the podcast. Also, you can go subscribe at clayandbuck.com. And if you did, and if you are watching us right now, I'm waving at you, and I bet Riley Gaines can wave at you from our New York studios. Buck is waving at you from Miami. You can watch all three hours now of the radio show behind the Clay and Buck wall there at clayandbuck.com. So you can go get signed up if you're out and about. And uh, let's say you just want to stream the live video version of all three hours of the program. It now exists and you can subscribe and be able to do so. I just mentioned Riley Gaines. She is in our New York City studio. She is a friend of mine. She lives in here in Nashville, does a lot of work with OutKick as well, and Right off the top, Riley, I know you've got a children's book, and we're going to ask about that, and you, I bet, have a copy that you can hold up and show people on video, Um, but things just keep getting crazier in sports, and this week, Sage Steele, who you know well and I know well, shared a video talking about how many women who are on the LPGA Tour are afraid to speak out against a man who is trying to qualify to play on the LBG, LPGA Tour. Now, anyone who's ever golfed knows that they have women's tees and they have men's tees. Pretty well established. Men, theoretically, can hit the ball farther than women, although sometimes my tee shots do not go past the women's uh, tee box. That is uh, not always ideal for me. But, Riley, can you believe that things just keep getting crazier when it comes to men deciding to pretend to be women and try to win women's championships? I would love... Well, first of all, Clay, thank you so much for having me on. Um Look, I would love to say that I'm surprised, but truthfully, I'm not. Uh, this is, I mean, we could predict that this is the direction that we're going, uh, that we're going to continue going while our leaders basically sit on their hands, whether that be leaders of the NCAA, uh, whether that be leaders of now the LPGA, whether that be in corporate America, the Biden administration, they are sitting idly by and smiling, as are the women, right? We ask ourselves all the time. I hear it all the time. Where are the feminists? You know, where are these women? They are sitting and applauding their own erasure. So I would love to say uh, that I'm surprised. But truthfully, 
Um, I think we can only predict that this continues going in the direction that we're going unless we have people willing to stand up to it. Hey, Riley, it's Buck. I wonder on this when you travel and, and you're making uh, the case that you do and and you're giving speeches, uh, people at college and just open the general public. Is there anyone out there who is willing to publicly debate you on this issue? Is Is there a way that we could try to get somebody of some prominence in the pro- trans women against women athletes movement because i just i feel like this is one of those things where there's this uh belief that's out there but it will it will never allow itself to be publicly challenged right so they'll just keep on taking shots at you from behind twitter or they'll be you know they'll mob you at a speech screaming things will anyone actually debate you (laughs) i I really wonder about this uh i look this will be my my public call to megan rapino to Keith Olbermann, let's let's bring that guy into this. Uh, to Leah Thomas, at that, I would love to debate this topic with any of those three individuals, because. But I can tell you what their response would be. Uh, well, really, what their lack of response means. Um, they know that their side, that their argument, is not rooted in science. You know what happened to follow the science? Uh, It's not rooted in common sense or truth or logic or reasoning or lived experience, really. Um, But our side is. Um, So I will I will wait for the day for any of those three individuals or really anyone on the other side of the aisle to have that conversation, to have civil discourse, which is what our society is lacking um, on this issue and many others. Um, I, 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 I wait for that. Riley, you have an illustrious uh, SEC swimming career, despite the fact that Keith Olbermann, who, by the way, the most <laughs> devastating thing you've actually said about Keith Olbermann is that you had to ask your dad who he was, which I, I just picture Keith Olbermann curling up in the fetal totally. position when he heard that. Uh, but you swam at the University of Kentucky. I just mentioned your dad, Brad Gaines. I think I'm correct in this. Played football at Vanderbilt. Correct. Uh, and for people out there who remember 1980s SEC football, your dad was involved. He was a tight end at Vanderbilt, caught a pass, and Chucky Mullins, who played for Ole Miss, hit him, became paralyzed, and it's a iconically a iconic and also very sad story because Chucky Mullins ended up dying as a result of that hit. And many people out there who are SEC fans know about this. I bring it up for this reason. They made a documentary about it. When you spoke out against ESPN... Uh, honoring Leah Thomas as a Women's Athlete of the Year. What happened to ESPN when it comes to your dad's documentary about that hit between Brad Gaines, Chucky Mullins, that was so uh, instrumental in striking a, a, a chord with so many football fans out there? What did ESPN do? They removed it from their their docket entirely, uh, which is wild. Uh, you're right. The story between my dad and Chucky Mullins, um, of course, it's a, a very tragic one, uh, but it's a story of hope. It's a story of overcoming adversity and, and you know, this, these racial barriers that, that we see prevalent today, even in, in football press conferences and different things. Um, it's an incredible Heart touching, heartwarming story. Um, but I, I there was the tweet that it's my pin tweet on my profile. Um, it was something to the effect of his Women's History Month. They're honoring Leah Thomas, the only woman, in air quotes there, the only woman they choose to honor in all of swimming for, for Women's History Month was a man. Um, and so I spoke out about this and said, look, Leah Thomas is not brave or inspiring. This is, this is a cheater, um, a narcissistic cheater at that. And if I was a woman working at ESPN, I would walk out. 
Um, yeah, they they didn't like that very much, and so that that's been removed entirely. It's, I think the the thirty for thirty and SEC story is still maybe in their library, uh, but it's not on their rotation anymore. Do you think that I mean, a that's single staggering to think about, Buck? That they took her dad's documentary down because the daughter criticized them for <laughs> honoring a man pretending to be a woman. I mean, that's just how venal these people are. To your point on like who will take the other side. A lot of people privately will attack it. It's crazy. Well, well, this is also why I wanted to ask her if, um, you know, you operated in the in the sports world at the highest NCAA level of of your sport. Do any of the people who actually um, compete, uh, do they believe this? I mean, I just can't imagine if you're a young woman who, whether you're a swimmer or you're you're a track athlete or field hockey, whatever. Uh, and has worked so hard, wouldn't recognize that allowing some guy who's six foot four to suddenly say, I'm a woman and start throwing elbows in the pool during, uh, water polo practice, that that's insane, right? Like, are there people, have you come across people that have competed at a high level who really truly believe that men don't have an advantage over women in sports? Does the, does the brainwashing work well enough for that? I don't think anyone believes that men don't have an advantage. Uh, there are certainly a very, very few um, who are willing to overlook that piece in, in hopes of being seen as kind and inclusive. Um, but I will speak for the majority of especially elite female athletes in saying that we do see the harm and we do see the severity of allowing men into women's sports. Um, just like Sage said in her video that she made that you had briefly mentioned uh, at the beginning of the segment, the amount of messages just just in this LPGA, um, just in this instance, the amount of messages I have received from these LPGA golfers who have either had to compete against Haley Davidson or will potentially have the opportunity uh, moving forward to compete against Haley Davidson, who are appalled at what's going on. Um, some of them have told me stories about what this man has said to them, about their bodies. I mean, just really disturbing things. And these these girls, Sage said it. Uh, they want to say something, but they're terrified. You know, they don't want to. They don't want to have to make the sacrifice. You know, they train so hard. They don't want to not compete. Uh, they're scared of the backlash. They a lot of the too playing a professional sport. It's their source of income. Uh, they're barely getting by, and so these girls they can't. They can't risk that for their family's sake. Um, tell us about the book. The book is. Let me make sure I get it right. Happy No Snakes Day. You can hold it up on video there, Riley. Um, bravebooks.com for people out there who have kids and are looking for something to uh, to be able to share with them what is the book about what inspired you to write it and why do you think kids out there and their parents would enjoy it well here's what i do know um our society wants nothing more than to target our children with dangerous rhetoric which is exactly why i partnered with brave books um so that our children know when they're being told lies and how to stand up against it with confidence. Um, my book, Happy No Snakes Day, uh, again, a part of Brave Books Library, collection of libraries. It's really cool. Um, a really cool thing they've done here. They have different authors each month. So it's a, a subscription service, which is really cool. And if you go to bravebooks.com and sign up for their subscription, you can get my book for free. Um, but Happy No Snakes Day, it is about um, standing up for the truth, speaking the truth, even when, uh, despite being afraid, you know, the consequences and, and the fear of what might happen uh, when you call out the hypocrisy and the lies and the deception and the manipulation that you see, um, doing the right thing 
is always the right thing. Uh, there's no compromise between right and wrong. Uh, and that is what my, my, my book, Happy No Snakes Day, is about. Awesome stuff. Uh, you have done amazing work, uh, Riley. Let's play, let you react to, I think we have the Sage Steel audio that we were referencing. It's like 40 seconds. Listen to this. I'll let you react to it. And then I encourage everybody to go buy that book. You know, this whole transgender sports topic, one of the things I hear a lot are, why aren't these women standing up, these female athletes? I got a DM over the weekend from one LPGA golfer currently on the tour who is responding to the biological male who won a women's tournament last weekend. And she said, there's a lot of people on the tour that feel the same way, but they're scared of losing sponsors. And she said that that's the problem. They're struggling financially, either don't have a sponsor and are looking for one or have a sponsor and are afraid that the sponsors are then going to dump them for standing up for their own sport. So I see that. I see the fear in these women. My question is, what can we do? What can we do to help them feel more secure, to help them financially, maybe so they can stand up? Riley, you had a great answer. I'm, I, I seconded it. I saw that Seth Dillon at the Babylon B. I talked to Buck. He wants to do it too. I love this. You said if anybody decides not to golf against a man and they lose a sponsor, you, me, now multiple other people out there have said we'll help to defray and pick up whatever sponsorship costs you lose, which is, I think, one way to get female athletes to be more comfortable standing up because they don't have to worry about losing their ability to make a living. Absolutely. Uh, what we're seeing, what we need to see really, is we have to incentivize doing the right thing, which is kind of a sad concept. It's sad that we have to do this, but we know what we're up against. Uh, and the risk and the threats, they're real. I've seen them. Um, I've seen them play out in my own life. You know, my coach has seen them, people around me who, who support me, um, even for simply making a, a post on Instagram. People have lost their jobs for that. So the threats and the risk are real, but we have to incentivize doing the right thing. Um, we, uh, like Sage mentioned, these girls are terrified. And so knowing they have people in their corner who are behind them 100%, uh, that's encouraging. That's what I needed when I was competing. Uh, and so to be that person for those people, uh, that's what this, this activism that I've undertaken, that's what it's about. So I, um, I'm happy to do it. You as well. Megan Kelly even. So, uh, and I, I think we that. could yes. crowdfund this, you know, get, get people to contribute because people now more than ever are looking for ways to, to contribute ways, alternative ways that go against, um, these companies and organizations and, and entities like the LPGA who don't represent their values. Um, so highlighting that, that's what we need. Riley Gaines, everybody. Riley. Great work. Thanks so much for being here. What's the book again? It is called Happy No Snakes Day, and it, you can find it on bravebooks.com. Cool. She's doing fantastic work. Athlete, SEC school. A lot of athletics happening this weekend, Buck. You were talking about the fact that you've been putting some picks in on the Australian Open. Tomorrow, I'm going to give you my NFC and AFC picks. I'm going to give you some winners. We've done well. We've won two straight weeks with prize picks. Here's what I want you to do. Go sign up, prizepicks.com slash clay. Pretty much every state in the nation, they are adding one after the other, but in particular, Texas, California, Georgia. If you feel left out when it comes to being able to make picks on games, being able to make picks on athletes, individual performances, go sign up today, Daily Fantasy, prizepicks.com slash clay. They will match your first deposit of up to $100 
All you have to do is sign up prizepicks.com slash clay. Again, prizepicks.com slash clay. You put $100 in, they'll give you $100 as well. You get your money balanced out right there. Buck's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I'll give you another winner. prizepicks.com slash clay. Do it today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got some important breaking news for everybody. You never know where it's going to come from. If I were to sit here and say, list, Clay, your favorite 80s guy movie that's so bad it's good is there was there one that comes to mind right away i mean there, there's a bunch well there's that so many could... that are really good that i that it's hard to pick you know ones that are really good um you know i'm going through all, right. all the 80s can, can I, so what's your what is answer? the best what is the best patrick swayze movie for your money this is narrowing it down uh point break okay that's is I it roadhouse for the 90s but that's, is it roadhouse for you or dirty dancing, dirty dancing guy. I, I, I'm definitely not a big dirty dancing guy. Although nobody, nobody puts, puts baby in the, in the corner. corner. That's right. Yeah. Um, Clay, they are remaking Roadhouse, a true classic of '80s guy cinema. 
I don't know. I've never met a woman who liked this movie, by the way. I, I, no, I'm sure there play, are some in the audience. Don't start, but this who, is like. Who's going to play the Patrick Swayze character in the new Roadhouse? Jake they Gyllenhaal is playing a former UFC fighter who is hired by some rundown bar in the Florida Keys. So we got a Florida angle, free state of Florida, kind of exciting. And they're going to be remaking Roadhouse. I. Some of these remakes, first of all, it's isn't it astonishing how it feels like all everything now is just remake factory. Everything's being re- no new cool ideas allowed. Everything is being remade. But I don't know if they're going to ruin this one. It won't be as good as the original. The original is a classic, and there's some wow lines that I definitely cannot say on radio in the original. Um, but it's uh, it's getting remade. I just saw this now. Does the Florida Keys feel like a place that would be filled with really dangerous bar patrons? No. It feels like if you were going to pick a place in the United States where it would be less dangerous than the Florida Keys, like there's a bunch of really happy Jimmy Buffett paired heads, a bunch of really happy gay dudes. Like, I don't think of myself as walking into a Florida yeah. Keys bar and immediately fearing for my life. I think of Florida Keys as great uh, farm and ocean-to-table cuisine <laughs> and uh, you know people buying like trinkets from their trip. Like I don't think of Florida Keys but as a... It's all parrot heads, right? People who just want to get drunk and sing Cheeseburger in Paradise. Like, and, and then gay dudes. Like, it doesn't, it feels like the least threatening place on the planet. Almost if you and, said, and can I, what bar are you less afraid to go out in than the Florida Keys? I can't think of one. Well, it's, it's also the trailer is out, I should say. So it's not like it's, when I say it's being made, it's being released. The trailer is out. So I wonder if they do this homage to an eighties classic properly. Uh, right. Sam Elliott's in this one, isn't he? Back in the day, it's uh, it's quite a quite a moment in cinema. Sam Elliott and Morgan Freeman, two best voices in cinema. Oh, that's bold. That's bold. Yeah. I like it. All right, friends. World events can have a major effect on our nation's economy. We've seen it happen before, not long ago, and we're likely to see it again soon. The value of the U.S. dollar is affected in major ways based upon what's going on globally. You have to see the big trends, and you want to see them in advance. One person is stepping forward. Tika Tawari is this individual. He's a former Wall Street insider and someone who knows a thing or two about the economy. He's put his thoughts into a new video that's now online. Tika will share his research findings, his thoughts for the future, his thoughts about where the dollar is going, and how it could really affect you. He'll also share three steps that he believes you need to take to be prepared. Go to MoveYourCashNow.com to see it free of charge. That's MoveYourCashNow.com. MoveYourCashNow.com. Paid for by Palm Beach Research Group. Lots of people probably uh, out there, I can tell by the emails rolling in, reacting to the Carrie Lake interview, Riley Gaines, we just had at the top of the hour. Both were fantastic. I wanted to play this cut for everybody uh, to recognize what is being said. I think it's important to keep in mind what's being said on MSNBC and on CNN. Here is Joy Ann Reed, resident, everyone is racist except for me, specialist at MSNBC, comparing, continuing Trump and Hitler and all of their similarities. Here is cut 19. Like Trump, Hitler was also viewed as a clown, a goon who would be who could be kept in line. Before he rose to power, Hitler staged a coup known as the Beer Hall Putsch. It was a coup that failed. Sound familiar? 
Hitler went to prison for it. But the failed coup set the stage for Nazi Germany. And when he was freed from prison just over a year after the failed putsch, the Times offered this unfortunate and incorrect assessment, that Hitler had been tamed by prison. The next year, Mein Kampf was published. So much of this sounds familiar, and believe me, I wish it didn't. The same thing happened with a lot of other autocrats. The establishment thinks they can be controlled, and poof, they're stuck with them. Well, I just, they're really going to run back the Trump is Hitler as if it is the hit that they can't keep playing. And I, I just, I, 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 I think they I, may I don't have honestly, think this resonates, right? I, well, I think they may have exhausted the public's willingness, other than people who are truly deranged, uh, exhausting the public's willingness to continue to hear this, at least a, a segment of the population that they're trying to win over for votes. Um, it's, it's absurd. Trump was the best example we have of this or the best refutation of this is just, and there's a million things you could say. Uh, I mean, not only was Trump, is Trump not Hitler, but he was, he actually did a good job. Yeah. Far better job than Joe Biden. You are far freer and wealthier and better off under Trump than you were under, and you have been under Joe Biden. The notion that he is really the, the worst, although, you know, there's some others, you know, Mao, Stalin, you can make a whole argument for who's the worst dictator, worst tyrant of all time. Um, it's, it's silly and it's kind of sad, but it's also, um, bothersome because the fact that any person could be on a television show in America and say this and not have a universal just mockery of it is a little troubling. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah, the kind of thing you say and people are like, you need to get another, another gig, another job. Like, this is really dumb. It's the boy who cried wolf scenario. And again, I think it's a lot harder to make it, uh, resonate. Let's take a couple of calls here. First, I want to apologize to everybody. VIP email from Steve. And I did jot this down right after I said it. Clay, 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 the best voice in cinema, Darth Vader. You didn't even mention him. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, definitely in that list. I think Morgan Freeman's he may, he actually may have, the best. He may have got, he may have got you on this one. Yeah, he, he might have got, got me got there. I think Morgan Freeman, best voice. Uh, but James Earl Jones, tough to beat as voices in cinema. And Sam Elliott, I think, is also... I mean, that that trio is pretty incredible. It's hard... Like, you would hear... That, that, that trio could read any label in your kitchen, and it would sound incredible. Um, Ken, in Southeast Michigan, he wants to react to you uh, and talking about uh, the Roadhouse movie being remade. Your favorite uh, Swayze movie. Who you got? Well... My favorite uh, Patrick Swayze movie, and it came out in 1984, and it's a hands-down movie because it definitely applies to modern times, is Red Dawn. Wolverine. Solid. Yeah, we've seen it. Uh, That is amazing. Ken, thank you for the call. We apologize to all the Swayze aficionados for not mentioning Red Dawn. I I still think Point Break is actually my number one. Overall, that's the best. Red Dawn is a cooler concept than Point Break, but Point Break is a timeless classic of early 90s cinema. Cool detail, scary detail. You know, they remade Red Dawn like they remade Roadhouse. Yeah, and they changed from China to North Korea because they were scared of offending the Chinese. They changed the bad guy. Russia was the bad guy in the initial Red Dawn. They said, okay, we're remaking it. China has to be the bad guy. Before it was released, China was upset they were the bad guy. They went in, Buck digitally remastered all of the flags, all of the references to China, and made North Korea the villain. So I'll tell you, I, I 
I have not seen the remake as because of I I just I didn't want to be a part of that. It's, I feel sullied by the whole situation yes. that they would do that, right? It was uh, I fo- I found that particularly uh, bothersome. Road, Roadhouse, though, for those of you, for a lot of the guys who are listening, are like, I love that movie, and it's not a movie you could defend to other people as being good. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. if someone doesn't like it, they'll probably win the argument about why it's actually absurd on every level. But guys love that movie, man. That movie's awesome. Somehow, it's a little bit like The Rock, another movie, '90s, absurd. A pre- you actually sit there and think about this movie preposterous premise some guy in the marines is upset that they didn't get death benefits so he's gonna like you know gas all of san francisco like the whole thing was crazy um but it's a great movie man the rock it is, is a really good play. movie uh kelsey in nashville what you got for us hey after hearing the leaked audio from carrie lake i think it's becoming clear why nikki haley is staying in the race and I think she's probably being paid by Democrats and anti-Trumpers to stay in. I So, uh, thank you for the call. I think that certainly Nikki Haley is being funded by some Democrats, right? Reed Hoffman, um, who I think also was funding, uh, didn't we look it up, the, uh, the E. Jean Carroll lawsuit? Yes. Um, but... Nikki, I will say the people are all fired up because I said Nikki Haley should be considered as VP. I'm, I'm going to double and triple down on it. I still think she should. She was in Trump's Wait, cabinet. Can I clarify something, though? Because you, you went, yeah. Clay went very viral on this one, and I got all these people reaching. I love this. They're like, can you talk to Clay about this? I'm like, I mean, not, <laughs> not really. Like, I'm not, I'm not like Clay's, uh, I'm not the school marm here. I'm not going to like chase and, uh, tell Clay that, you know, he's, his lunch money is gone tomorrow. Uh, Clay's got plenty of lunch money. So, uh, is this your favorite VP choice, though? This is the one thing, of, or, no. or you just should be considered as a she, VP. She should be considered, in my opinion. Like, I've said for a while I would pick Tucker, because I think Trump needs a brawler. But if he's going to try to pick a woman, or like Elise Stefanik and Christy Noam are at the top of the list right now, if you look at the gambling odds. I don't think it's... I mean, Elise Stefanik, Buck, if you look at her historically, was Paul Ryan's best friend. In the Congress, I, I she think is, she's, she's liberal on climate change. She's not very conservative, folks. I know people love her because of what she did recently, but I, I pay attention over the long haul, and she's a liberal Republican. Just so we all understand, I, mean, she's not I a don't bad understand, person, but why it's crazy to consider Elise Stefanik, uh, not crazy to consider Elise Stefanik, and crazy to consider Nikki Haley. If you are, if you believe that a woman can help you, and again, we're going to have. Um, uh, our our friend on who's like uh, the I don't think it I you know I'll be honest with you I don't think it matters our ours I don't know I don't know if it really makes it I don't think that anyone who's concerned about Trump and this is where you and I think see it a little differently I don't think anyone who's concerned about Trump who's a suburban mom we've talked about yeah. by the way it's actually suburban the demo college that he gets crushed women. on yeah college educated suburban women yeah uh, he does better with married women than he does with single women by a lot single um, women don't vote. Republican by and large, like that right. is the but, wheelhouse. But I'm of saying the that's, that's a big. Yeah. There's a huge gap there. But I just don't know if if it, if it goes. Oh well, he has a woman as his VP now. I don't know if that addresses their concerns, whether they have them, you know, long term or not over Trump. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I just yeah. Don't know I if think there. The I think there are going to be people. This is my theory. People out there may say you're crazy, Clay. This is not going to happen. I think there will be people out there who do not like Trump and Biden and are going to make a decision at the last minute. And they are looking for a hook that they can say to their girlfriends when they're out. And they will say, 
you know, I really don't like Trump or Biden. This is this is my impersonation of a college-educated suburban woman. And, which is, by the way, like would make me a hero. you now with like a Lululemon yeah. bag around your shoulder. That's you know, right. one of those little shoulder I only I only wear uh, workout pants to pick up my kids in line at, at uh, daycare or school. Um, I, I, if I dress like that, I would be a Democrat hero, by the way, um, and pretended to be a woman. They're going to, I think there are going to be millions of people out there who have conversations in late October that are going to go vote. And they're going to say in the event that it's Trump v. Biden, I don't like either one of them. Speaking as these women who are going to make decisions and may well decide who the president of the United States is in Philadelphia, suburbs in suburbs of Atlanta, suburbs of Milwaukee, suburbs of uh phoenix and they're going to say well i really don't like trump or biden and they're not going to like kamala because by and large nobody likes kamala and if trump had the right vp harsh harsh but fair and if trump had the right vp a woman that they in some way felt connected to because she was a college educated woman like they were they might say but I kind of like Nikki Haley, and so I'm going to vote. Or I kind of like Elise Stefanik, and so I'm going to vote. Or I kind of like Christy Noem, and so I'm going to vote for Trump. I don't think it hurts. I think it can only help. And that is my theory. Because the data, and we'll have uh, our friend Ryan Gerdusky, who actually dives right into the data and will tell you like what street will decide who wins the 2024 election. He's going to be like, look, if you really break it down to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's going to be in Newcastle, Pennsylvania, uh, on uh, Clover Lane, uh, 419 Clover Lane. Whatever that house decides is who the president's going to be. And Jenny lives there, and she's got three kids. I mean, this is the detail that he goes into. He's going to tell you that it wasn't, and this is a misconception, it wasn't black voters in Detroit or Philadelphia or uh, or Atlanta, Biden and Kamala actually didn't do that well with black voters. The turnout was not very good. It was suburban, college-educated women in 2020 that cost Trump the election. How do you get those people who might have voted for Trump in 16 flipped in 20 to come back to you in 24? That's the essence of the race to me. Close out here with some of your calls on this in a moment. Do you agree with some of Clay's analysis on this? Uh, we'll... Based on the Twitter response, I'm sure there's some fired up people. We'll get into some of that. And if you want to be fired up all the time, day in, day out, you want to be feeling good as you're accomplishing your goals, have the energy you need. Well, guys, especially you need a healthy level of testosterone. 99.9% of us start out with it, but over time, stress, not enough sleep, diet, your diminished testosterone becomes a problem. Solution to all this comes from Chalk's Male Vitality Stack, which is a daily set of supplements. The leading ingredient has been proven in studies to replenish those testosterone levels up to 20% in just three months' time when it becomes part of your daily regimen. So you don't want to feel sluggish. You don't want to be, you know, saying that you can't get through the day and and do the things you want to do. Try Chalk. Go to Chalk.com. That's C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, as the promo code. Save 35% off for the life of your subscription. That's Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com. Promo code Buck for 35% off. (laughs) 
Right. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, we're closing up shop today on Clay and Buck. Wanted to take some of your calls and uh, chat about everything that is uh, going on as we also send you to go subscribe to the Clay and Buck podcast. Carol Markowitz podcast is also in our stream. So that's the great thing. You subscribe to the feed. You got all these amazing options that pop up there and you can listen uh, at your leisure. Uh, you have uh, Tudor Dixon podcast and others. So go download the iHeartRadio app and uh, subscribe to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show podcast. Now calls in now Rick in Temecula, California. Is Temecula. Meet me in no, Temecula. Temecula. I've, I've, I've just learned about Temecula. There we go. What's going on, Rick? It's wine country. Happy uh, Thursday, guys. Hey, listen, I was thinking about something that came up when you guys were talking with Carrie Lake about the California Senate race that's going on for the United States. We've got Adam Schiff and Katie Porter, who you know are awful, obviously, in my opinion. But you got Steve Garvey, and I thought Clay might want to kind of check in, maybe ask him to get on online with you guys and talk a little bit about you know what he's looking for. He's a Republican out here. You know how tough it is to get a Republican to do anything out here in California. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you for the call, by the way. I'm glad you mentioned that. Allie, let's reach out to Steve Garvey, who is a legendary baseball player. 
in the state of California. He is the Republican running for the Senate in that race. Great call, I, and I've been meaning to do that. They had a debate. I watched Steve Garvey call out Adam Schiff for his lies to his face uh, this week, I think. If it wasn't this week, it was last week. Uh, we should definitely get Steve Garvey on. Um, that's a fantastic idea, uh, and I should have thought of that myself, but appreciate him calling and uh, and mentioning that. Mike in uh, Washington, D.C., what you got for us? Gentlemen, been enjoying your show so far, especially the interview you had with Terry Lake and Raleigh Gaines. Now, if Trump really wants to attract uh, women back to him, then he better come up with the right policies to get their attention. And listening to Raleigh Gaines and the way how real women in this country is being disrespected and not having their personal space is being violated by these transgender females, the only one way that to solve this problem is that Trump needs to come up with a real women's rights bill and make it the law of the land, just like they did with gay rights, because Trump can come in with any kind of policies he wants to protect the rights of real women in his country. That's not going to mean anything, because four years later, he leaves the office, and then you get some uh, another liberal lunatic to get back into the White House, and they can just squash all his policies, and it goes back to normal. The only way that's going to protect real women in this country is a real women's rights bill and make it the law of the land. And I wish I could have called in and get this point across when you had Kerry Lake on the show, because Kerry Lake is running for public office right now. If I was in Trump's shoes during Women's History Month, I would gather all of the powerful conservative females and, and Democrats that want to cross over and have a town hall meeting, a powerful rally to demand for a real women's rights bill. And if you women that's listening to this broadcast right now, if you want to think about your daughters, your granddaughters, your nieces, and you know, coming up right now to, uh, to protect them, uh, protect them in the near future. You don't have to worry about them going to the bathroom with boys. You better demand a real women's rights bill. And it was Mike, are you a sports fan? Yes, I am. Okay, this is this is why I think you're 100 right. White, black, Asian, Hispanic. Every man in America, in particular, and most women, but every man who's ever played sports, the idea that a man can pretend to be a woman and play women's sports. White, black, Asian, Hispanic, every man who's ever played sports agrees 100%. That is crazy. Thank I you think, for the call. Uh, Mike, great call, by the way. I think he's yeah. certainly right. It's a, it's a 90, 10, or maybe 80, 20 issue in this country when you really look at what people believe, um, not what the Democrat talking points at any moment may be. And I think forcing, look, if we had an honest media, which we don't, um, they would force Joe Biden to explain where he really, fe- you know, what they always do is they say, oh, it's about being nice. And they just sort of talk around the issue. Ultimately, it should be. Do you, do you think that men should be competing in women's sports leagues, professional sports leagues, etc.? And uh, I think that that actually would be good messaging for the GOP to have. Um, also, can I just say this? The GOP has basically done almost nothing, Clay, since the Supreme Court victory on affirmative action last June. The, you know, where's that? Where is the discussion? I mean, Trump should be hammering this. It is illegal to look at race in any college admissions, which really means it's illegal to do it in hiring, too, or it should be. Uh, Maybe that's another court case that has to happen, but if it does, it will be illegal. That's a big issue. That's another 80-20 or 70-30 issue. I think there's a lot going on there. Patrick Swayze, facts for only the hardest core Patrick Swayze fans. He starred in a documentary, or sorry, a miniseries, North and South, Colonel Ori Main. Great character. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth.
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.